Okay, it's Allison Katzkowski. Welcome to this edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. So happy that you are here with me on this Tuesday morning. I hope you're having a fabulous day wherever you're listening to me from. So today, I want to talk about the concept of time a little. And I want to do this for many reasons, but primarily because when I'm out talking with people in the community, whether it's with my clients or people in my classes or my friends or people that I see at events, I think the number one concern that I hear from people when it comes to why they have trouble staying on track with taking care of themselves is that they say they just don't have time or they say, I just can't seem to find any time. I'm so busy. I don't know where I'm going to find the time. That's just a recurring theme over and over and over again. And it got me thinking, I thought, I think we need to talk a little bit about what that actually is, what's really behind that and hopefully some helpful strategies to help you find what you've been missing. So that's the focus of today's show. So let me talk just a little bit about what time actually is. And, you know, philosophizers have studied this for for years. They've said, well, time is just a basic concept. You know, it, it means different things to different people. Um, it is self-evident. And being a basic concept, it really comes down to hours and minutes and even days of the year. Um, the passing of it, though, has, is a concept that has just eluded so many people over the years. And this is why so many people, I believe, struggle with trying to find the right amount of time to take care of themselves, not to mention time to do other things in their lives. So it is a very basic concept, but most experts will agree that it does have a beginning. There is a finite amount of it every day, meaning that we all have the same amount. It's a concrete number. 24 hours every day is what we have. Time pretty much moves in a one-way direction, meaning that we literally can't go back in time. And how many times have we felt like we wanted to do that? Maybe go back and right a wrong from the past, or maybe go back and just simply redo one thing, maybe say something that we wish we had said. But for the most part, time is a one-way direction, meaning that it moves just forward and not backward, okay? So first, before I go into giving you some, hopefully, some helpful strategies to help you find that precious time for yourself, I want to go into the reasons why we really believe that we don't have enough time, because there, there's a method to all of this. There's a method to why we think this, and it's basically because we have trained our minds to do that. We have trained ourselves to believe that we don't have time to do things that we want to do. And really what that comes down to is, is that we're simply choosing to do other things instead. And whether or not your reason is one that's necessary or not, I'm not here to judge you for that. But I am here to point out that if we're going to simply try to find time for ourselves every day, which is key for self-care, that is one of the most key concepts of self-care is having time for yourself somewhere then what we need to do first before we try to find that is really try to peel back the layers of the onion as to why we consistently believe that we always struggle to find the time that we need for ourselves. And the first one by far is that it's the time you go to bed and the time you get up. And I've had this conversation with so many people over the years. There are people I talk to every day who struggle with getting up in the morning. They say they're much more of a night person. And then I talk to people who have to go to bed early because their best time of the day is early in the morning. And I think you just have to ask yourself, when is your most productive time for yourself? When is the time where you feel like your energy level is the highest? When do you feel like your time of day is where your energy is going to serve you best? 
And nine times out of 10, having some time for yourself early in the morning is the kicker. I mean, it is a keeper if you can make it work. And it doesn't have to be a big block of time. It can be a small block of time. But going to when we go to bed and when we get up is key to this whole process as to why we feel like we don't simply have enough time for ourselves. There really is some truth to the fact that early birds do get the worm. Multitasking. This is an area where I have struggled most of my life just being fully transparent with you. The reality is, is the more we try to do, the less we get done. And it's hard to tell you, tell you that if you're constantly used to going, if that's the way you know that you get things done, if that's how you know, if you think what's worked for you in the past is simply going all the time, I want to challenge you to try to take a step back from that. Because when we multitask, what we're doing is we're dividing our energy to go in several different directions at once. And if you follow the basic laws of science, you'll know that when your energy tries to go in multiple directions, it's only so far it's going to go. So imagine what it would look like if you scaled that back and had your energy go maybe in one or two directions instead of five, six, seven, or eight directions. What would that look like for you? So multitasking is a time suck. It is a way that our time gets away from us every day. Time management. This is another reason why we can't ever seem to find the time that we need for ourselves. There are just people out there who are not good time managers. And if that is you, I am challenging you to try to do something about that. Um, And that's going to be one of my tips and strategies that I share with you toward the end of the show. So just hang with me a little bit longer. Not enough rest. This is a big one, and this is probably one that affects more and more people every day. We have this belief in our, in our society that in order to be productive, we have to just keep going. That if you are used to rewarding yourself with achievement, if you're used to achievement being a reward for yourself, then you're used to just going and doing. And that sometimes translates into long hours, staying up late, getting up earlier than what you would expect having your weekend time, just go to work on tasks that you just couldn't find time for during the week. And this almost always translates as into getting less sleep. I cannot stress this enough. There is so much that happens in your body when you sleep that will actually help you get more done, that will actually help you find more time for yourself if you can discipline yourself to do it. So if you're one of those people that struggles and is right on the, the, the bandwagon of getting five to six hours of sleep a night on average and maybe less, then I am challenging you. We need to try to figure out a way for you to get more sleep, okay? And sometimes that just means backing up your bedtime 30 minutes or backing up your bedtime even 15 minutes. And think about it like this. If you know that's going to be a struggle for you, then think about it like this. For whatever you do in the evening to help deprogram yourself, to get yourself ready for sleep, maybe try to back that time up by 30 minutes and see if you can get in bed 15 to 20 minutes earlier. It's a start. And once you find that you can master that, then it's a lot easier to try to program yourself to go to bed a little earlier. We sometimes have to tell ourselves this is what we're doing before we actually do it. And I've talked to you about this before, but our behavior is driven so much by our thoughts And that is key. So we have to tell ourselves that we are going to go to bed earlier. And that means we start our routine earlier. That means that what we do before that, we start earlier. So we have to learn to program our brains by telling ourselves that this is what we're going to do. So getting more sleep or getting less sleep is one of the reasons why we believe we never have enough time to do the things that we want. 
being negative. Being negative is a big one because remember what I just said was you train your brain to believe that this is the way that it is and that there's not a possibility for change. Okay. Being pessimistic just trains your brain to continue with the negative story. So be find places in your day where you can be more positive. If you are too worried about not having enough time to do things, then this contributes also to the negative story you're telling yourself. If you're constantly going around saying, I don't have enough time, I don't have enough time, I don't have enough time, guess what? You're telling your brain, your mind, and yourself really that you don't have enough time for anything. And that is going to be reflected in not just your actions, but what happens in your life and all areas of your life. Okay, so stop worrying that you don't have enough time. Okay, and finally, if you're way too engrossed in your work, if you find yourself spending too many hours at your office or too many hours away from the things that give you happiness and joy, then you are allowing that to suck the time out of your day and out of your life. So finding balance in your life, work is one part of our lives, so it should not be all of our lives. So finding balance in all areas of our life will help you find the time for the things that you want to do. Okay. So now that we've gone over all the reasons why we believe we don't have enough time, I want to share some, hopefully some helpful strategies with you to help you find that time that you so desperately want and deserve. The key is prioritizing. And I've said this before on previous shows, but I'll say it again. The key is prioritizing your time. And it starts with deciding when the most, when it was, when is the time during the day where you feel like you're the most energetic? And for some of you, that might be the morning. For some of you, you might really feel energetic around the lunch hour. And for some of you, it may be later in the day or into the evening, maybe when the day is over with. So I want to challenge you, get really honest with yourself and think, when is your most productive time? And when you know when your most productive time is, I want to challenge you to schedule at least one challenging task for that time, okay? Because the chances are, if you're doing it during a time of the day when you feel the most energetic, the most awake, the most connected, and the most with it, so to speak, then the chances are you're going to conquer that challenging task a whole lot faster. And that's going to contribute to the belief that, yes, you can do this, and yes, you do have time for yourself. I've talked about this too before, and I've talked about this a lot in my Facebook community, which I would love to invite you to be a part of if you're not already. Please look for us on Facebook and living your ultimate life through fitness and self-care. And we go over techniques and strategies for helping you prioritize your self-care every day in a number of different ways. So I'll give you all that information at the end of the show as well. I've talked about making lists before. And this is something that I've actually done differently the last couple of years. And it's made a big difference in my day and just in my overall attitude in general is don't simply live by the to-do list. We tend to cross things off the list every day and use that as a way to reward ourselves that, yes, we've taken care of ourselves. And what happens is we look at the list and what's not done and we make sure those are the first things we do the next day. And for years, that's how I operated. But what I've learned is, is that the things that you get done, yes, reward yourself. That is a big accomplishment. But don't allow what you didn't do to set the tone for the next day. Instead, celebrate what you've done and then make a new list for the next day. And I would recommend that you do this in the evening so that when you start the next day, you're starting off on a winning on a winning angle, if you will. You're starting off on the right foot, okay? So you're celebrating what you did do 
and you're starting off the next day with the expectation that you're going to do the same thing. Okay. Avoid the time wasters in your day. Okay. And again, this is where I'm going to stress, train yourself to get up a little earlier, even if it's just 15 or 20 minutes. So you can have your coffee, maybe read your emails, maybe look at have some time with your calendar before the day gets going. Because when we stop and do that during the day, we're actually wasting time. I would limit this to one hour every day maximum. Okay. So all the things that su- seem to suck your time, phone calls, reading and checking emails, okay, um, surfing the web, checking social media. I mean, we think that we're doing ourselves a service by relaxing when we do that, but really all we're doing is that we're staying keyed up. We're staying keyed up and more in tune to the fact that we don't have time to do all the things that we want to do. So avoid those. Instead, allow yourself an hour a day and schedule it somewhere in your day, and it can be 15-minute increments four times a day, okay? If you do this and you learn to train yourself that this is not a high priority, but obviously it's something that needs to get done, what you'll find is that your energy and your time will go in, in, in another direction that will serve you better. Be prepared for the days that you can do what I like to call double duty. So I'm going to explain what that means a little bit more. Think about maybe when you're standing in line at the grocery store, or maybe if you're sitting in line, the carpool line at school, waiting to pick up one of your kids or your kid's friends, or maybe you're at a, an athletic team's practice. Maybe you're waiting in an airport. Maybe you're waiting in line somewhere. What is something that you can do to help pass the time? Waiting in line at a doctor's office is another example. Maybe be prepared to read emails then or make your list then or think ahead as to what are big projects and big things coming up that you know are going to be demanding of your time, okay? I like to call this double duty because on one hand, we don't, we're not, we're taking advantage of having the break, but on the other hand, we're not letting it consume us. So we recognize that this is a finite block of time and sometimes it helps to take the load off your mind if you feel like you're setting the tone and getting out ahead of that. And I'm not suggesting fast forwarding and thinking about what you have to do next week, okay? Because we always talk about the power of intentions and staying in the present. But by taking advantage of having free time when you don't think you're going to have free time is exactly that, is that you're staying intentional with your day and you're being reminded of the most important things for you that day. Okay. So think about in your day where you might have blocks of time where that might fit the bill. And it may not be every day, but all I'm asking is that you be prepared for that because when we're prepared for that, then we can take advantage of it. Okay. Avoid being interrupted. I know this is hard. I struggle with this myself too, but what I found is I turn off all of my notifications, especially the social media. Okay, I close out my email if I'm working on something that I absolutely have to get done. So avoid the interruptions. Um, Give yourself a certain time of day where you'll check your email. Now, I realize if you're expecting important messages or if you're in the middle of completing a project, this may not always be realistic, but it is something that you want to think about because it will help you get a better handle on where your time goes. And we've all had those days where we feel like, where in the world did the time go? I looked at the clock and it was eight o'clock in the morning. And now it's two o'clock and I have no idea where all this time has gone. Okay, so it just teaches you to be more purposeful with your time. If you make every effort to avoid being interrupted, don't pick up the phone every time it rings. This is what voicemail is for. It always is puzzling to me when I'm around people and you're talking with them. 
or you're someplace else and you're working with somebody and every time the phone goes off, they go check it. And at some point you have to ask yourself, what's more important? What you're doing is you're saying that the time for you isn't important by doing that. Okay. Voicemail is there for a reason. Okay. And if my philosophy is, is if people won't leave a message, then it must not be that important. We have trained ourselves to be available, readily available so much of the day that we forget that it's okay not to be available. It's okay to leave a message and get back on your time because you're setting the tone that your time is important. And I'm not suggesting that your time is more important than the next person. But what I am suggesting is, is that it should be important to you. Okay, so think about that. And also in closing, I want to challenge you with this whole concept of us feeling like we don't have time. It just means that we struggle with finding things that help us feel good. And so I want to challenge you with asking yourself, what is it that you can do to make yourself feel good? What is it that can, what is it that you can do that can take your mind off of this constant going, going, going? What is going to help you relax? All right. Recognize that taking care of yourself and finding time for yourself is a very good form of self-care. In fact, it's probably the most important form of self-care you can give yourself. So schedule those blocks of time for you where you won't be interrupted, where you know that the time's going to be well spent and you know you're going to get a return on your investment. Okay, we don't find time in our days. We make time for what's important. I want to really stress that. Let's say it again for those in the back in case you didn't hear. We don't find time. Okay, we make time. So if someone says, I'm going to try to find the time, what they're saying is, is I'm way too busy. I'm way over scheduled and I don't know where I'm going to find it. I'm going to try to drop it in somewhere if it suits. So really what they're saying is, is I don't really want to do this. It's not that important. And I've got other things on my list that are more, more important. Okay. So we make time for what's important and it becomes important to us because it's a priority. Everything we do is important and it's important because we do it. So think about that one. Okay. Time is our biggest and most precious resource. Once it passes, we can't get it back. So if for no other reason than you figuring out where you can make the small changes in your day, and notice I say making, not fitting it in, making time for yourself during your day, then that right there is a big win. It's a big win for you. It's a big win for your self-care. So I challenge you to try to find, to do that during the week. Okay. You notice I had to catch myself there because this has been a process for me as well. So we make time for what's important. We make time for our self-care because our self-care is important. So I hope this has been helpful for you. I hope you've been able to come away with a couple of golden nuggets to help you make time for yourself. This is Allison Katzkowski. Thank you for tuning in to the ultimate journey of self-care. You are one step closer to living your ultimate life. Find us on Facebook. Please feel free to join our community, living your ultimate life through fitness and self-care. We have kicked off a brand new challenge this week in our community. It is called the Simply Fit Life. And we are going over and dissecting the perfect self-care plan for you in which I am teaching you my, my complete system. We're going to go through each of the sections of self-care and hopefully you can make a way to come up with a strategy that works for you because that is my goal for you above all else. So again, this is Allison Katzkowski. Thanks for tuning in to the ultimate journey of self-care. You are one step closer to living your ultimate life. Make it a good one.